and welcome to the Play Call Podcast. This is the 11th episode. My name is Jose Roden. I am your host with your co-host, Nick Williams. To start it off, uh, we're going to go and talk about some NBA news, some Ben Simmons, but the main event will be a lot of NFL week one, picking every game and see what happens. Uh, But, you know, let's start off with some Ben Simmons because he's kind of been the biggest news in the NBA right now with Daryl Morey, general manager of the 76ers, trying to trade him and, you know, figure out a way to move him somewhere else because he's requested a trade and it just hasn't been pretty. Where's your favorite spot for Ben Simmons to land, Nick? Sacramento. Oh, God. I mean, I feel like he just needs to get to a place where it's, like, not too much in the spotlight. I mean, obviously, you'll be in California, but it's we already know Sacramento is not, like, uh, Clippers or Lakers or Warriors. So he just needs to be, like, out of the spotlight. He'll be on a team where he has De'Aaron Fox. He has some young guys around him, him being like what 24 years old and and him being like a key piece because what the kings really need is like defense some sort of defensive leader and someone that they can get stops really and that's who ben simmons is the main problem with the kings and him being on there is that they just need much more floor spacing because if he goes on there try going to play the four you got Rashawn Holmes there. I feel like he can grow into being like a, a stretch, a stretch guy to the three-point line, but he's mostly showing some of them floaters from the mid-range and stuff. But if they can figure that out and Rashawn Holmes because becomes more of a stretch guy, De'Aaron Fox becomes more of a sh- like a, a a threat from the perimeter, then I can see this being a, a good place for him to fit in. It's a tough situation there in Philly. Um this guy Ben Simmons over the past few months has just gotten a lot of heat. Yeah. And I think he's not even like it was something a report like he's not taking any text messages from Joel or the front office and stuff. So he's probably not even gonna report to training camp or anything. Oh yeah. I, I definitely don't think he's reporting to training camp. I I don't know, man. I I feel for Ben Simmons. I like Ben Simmons. He's just. Do you? I like the idea of Ben Simmons, but I don't like Ben Simmons. Does that make sense? So do you really like Ben Simmons though? I like Ben Simmons if he was better at basketball, but Here we go. he's, he's not. So I kind of don't like him because he, he wants to play like he's this really good all-star player and he's been to the all-star game, but I mainly think that's because he's in the East and it's a little easier to get into the all-star game in the East. Um, I just don't know. He's, he can't shoot. He's a really good defender, but he's not an extreme hustle guy. He's passing up wide open dunks in the playoffs. Like if you want to 
be the big dog on campus, you probably take those layups. And if he wants to act the way he was perceived and not take wide open layups, I feel like that's very hypocritical and maybe he should take open layups. See, I, I, I still that's have- the play That's gonna haunt the man. That's the oh, play yeah, it should. But the issue is, is that that happened multiple times. So, like, it's plays that will haunt him, and that's not great. Like, if it was one time, I'd have been like, oh, damn. Okay. But, but dude really didn't attack the basket for, like, multiple series and was scared to be in the paint and his only offensive production is from the paint unless he passes and every all of his passing comes from him getting to the paint so if he can't get to the paint he's pretty much playing four on five on offense and I don't think that that's good (sighs) but I like Ben Simmons the, the idea of him which means you, you don't like Ben Simmons because your idea of him is is not really what's there yeah. in Philly. Exactly. Um, I like what he can be. I dislike what he is. I just don't think that – or he, he's not going to be a 76er for long. No. Wherever he goes – and I hope it's soon because we, we need to get away from this drama and just – yeah. The 76ers have had <laughs> hell to deal with after that Hawks series. I know we talk about, oh, the downfall of the 76ers and all that. They were the first seed last season. If they do get like a good piece out of Ben Simmons, and that's a huge plus, that's more for them to grow on. They were in the second round. They lost to a talented underrated Hawks team yeah deserves so much praise so and this is more of like the Hawks being good than just complete downfall but downfall does play into it but anyways like if they get like a perimeter guy like a D'Angelo Russell or Damian Lillard then 76ers are that complete I I think that Daryl Morey is a really smart GM and he understands that you need all-star elite talent to win. That's why he had James Harden. That's why he had Chris Paul. He was all about acquiring all-stars. And that's like his big thing in interviews that if you have one of those top guys, you're always in the running, right? They have Embiid, but they're finding out that Embiid's not enough because the Nets have three. The Bucks have two and a half. So, like, it gets weird. They, I think Daryl Morey was trying to hold out for Damian Lillard. And I don't think he's that going to... Closed. I don't think that window is closed. I just don't think that window will open in time. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Ben Simmons will request a trade before Damian Lillard requests a trade. And if Ben Simmons is holding out into training camp and when the season starts, 
I don't, and Damian Lillard. So say we're like a month into the season and the Trailblazers are like under 500 and Damian Lillard requests a trade. I don't think the 76ers will have, if they still have Ben Simmons, I think Ben Simmons will be gone before the start of the regular season because he's going to really be open about not wanting to be there. And then that's when you have to move him. And his trade value is going to go down a whole bunch based off what we well, what we saw when he played last and that he's a holdout. The only way it reaches its peak is probably trade trade deadline. Yeah. He performs well in the regular season and stuff, so he's going to do his thing there and show out. But now because he's uh, this disgruntled, it, it happens all the time in like offseason. Yeah. The disgruntled star, it's hard to just trade them because trade value is low, or it's hard to just force a trade and get something good in return. Yeah. And for him, after that playoff series, it, it's gonna be a while. It's gonna be a while. His trade value was low because of that played series, mm. playoff series, and it's definitely gonna be lower once he well, it becomes extremely more disgruntled. Also, um, I don't know the trade for Ben Simmons for Damian Lillard, but they're they're not equal in uh, levels of NBA talent. Ben Simmons and like three first round draft picks and maybe you get close, but like it'd be very interesting to see that. I, I would be interested if Bradley Beal becomes available first, though. I think that would be possible. We've been talking about Beal trade rumors for like the past <clears throat> two years. I know. This man does. And I think even earlier in the offseason when asked, like, if he wants to leave, he's just like, no, nah, I want to stay here. He still wants to remain committed. Damian Lillard, I feel like it would have to take the front office saying, hey, we want to go in a different direction. Um, we want to get rid of you and just start anew. I, I don't, I don't think I don't think they would do that. I think I think Damian Lillard will be the one because he's been he's been like teetering back and forth now. He's been thinking about it. He's been he's thinking, been thinking but and his, I like that. His his heart is just too sold on him staying and getting it done in Portland. He's so loyal, man. I, I remember, him. like, there was an interview, um, even when he was in college, and just staying with um the college team he was on. And it was like, okay, I don't want to transfer. I'm going to stay here because that's been in my mind. He's not going to leave unless the front office says, we want to start anew. Or maybe if it's the James Harden type situation, and it's just like, damn, I did everything I can. And I don't see it getting better. Which is the reality, but... And kind of now... Yeah. yeah. And kind of now, do you really see this Portland team being contenders? I mean, they recently just made a trade for... I'm forgetting the guy's name from Cleveland. Larry Nance. Larry Nance, yeah. Which is perfect. Yeah. He's an Aaron Gordon Jr. Like... And they, Aaron Gordon would have been perfect for them last trade deadline. And Larry Nance is like the lesser version, which is which is good. 
But do you really see them winning the West or getting to the finals with that team? I don't think I've ever viewed the Blazers as a contender. Ever. They were. It was like um, when that OKC, when Damian Lillard hit that shot. And they were up on Golden State multiple games. That was their legit shot of winning a championship. Yeah. I, I went into that Golden State series thinking they're still gonna get swept. Like no matter what happens, like it's gonna be a sweep. Like I've never viewed, and I love Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum, but I've never ever viewed the Blazers as an actual NBA Finals contender. Like not even to get to the NBA Finals. That team was pulling it off though. It, it had me believing so much. You believed? Me. Yes. Oh god. They blew so they they were so, we weren't friends then. They, so I didn't get to hear this. They blew um multiple 20 point leads in that Warriors series. Yeah, in the third quarter, just, they blew like yeah. three out of the four games through like 20 point leads. Yeah. I was like, so, damn, if that's gonna happen, then yeah, you're gonna but, Okay. But, but when I watched that series, when I every time I turned on those games. I never went, ooh, Blazers, they're doing it. They have a chance. Even when they were up 20, they were up 20, and I was thinking, eh, Warriors are still going to win. Like, I never was like, the Blazers are going to win a game. I never thought the Blazers were going to win a game that series. They should have at least won won at least one game. One or two, just based off those 20-point leads. They should have. one or two. Bro. Two max, but one, at least one game, never happened. And that was their best shot. But, and it's the same thing for Houston. They just ran into the Warriors. Yeah. They ran into no. The Warriors, so. but, the, but the Rockets had a chance. I never thought the, the Blazers had a chance. Like, they were probably the, the only, I know we'll say the Cleveland team, but realistically, it was the Rockets that had yeah. the best chance to take them down. Mm-hmm. And they were so close because they they could go shot for shot when they needed to. Exactly, and that was that was the way to win because James Harden is one of the better scorers in the NBA. So yeah, all right, you got really off to show how good that Houston team is and how great of a team that Warriors team is. Yeah, had Kevin Durant never got injured in um twenty nineteen, yeah, that same year, they would have won another championship. Okay, we don't even need to go that far. If you were just to say Clay Thompson doesn't get hurt, they probably win. Uh, I, I mean, I, like the game Clay Thompson gets hurt in, he was dropping like 50. Like he was going off and then he gets hurt. So if it's just him, like the whole thing with Steph is Steph needs someone so that he doesn't get destroyed. Or at least back then. Now it doesn't matter. Yeah. But you could you could physically overpower him into bad shots. Maybe in the playoffs you can still do that. And you kind of saw the Grizzlies do that to him in the in the one-off game. But like all stars need some help. And Steph Curry's not any different from that. But yeah, of course. The the Raptors also had the perfect team to play against someone like Steph Curry if he was by himself. So it kind of worked out. Like if they just had Clay, I I think Warriors are a three peat. Fair enough. 
Let's get back on track now. Um, ben Simmons. What, ben what's w- what's your trade w- package for um Sacramento? Ben Simmons. Yeah. Well, ben, Buddy Hield would have to be like the most famous name, and, and I, I would think give, that's like, the issue. Eh, well, let's let's look on the Sacramento Kings roster. I think it would have to be like I got it. Buddy Hield, uh, unprotected pick and a future protected pick. What whatever no. a lottery or just I think first three or whatever. But it would have to be like Buddy Hill, maybe um Davion Mitchell, one of those guys. Is Hill disgruntled? Cause I I don't I don't know what to make of Hill because he was all up in like trade talks and i thought like with the lakers and stuff and i thought it was he's not he, he's not disgruntled but if if he if his free agency contract is up he's gone i think yeah i i so, thought it was more of they don't want to lose him for nothing and they also don't want to pay him a lot yeah. like it was like um it was both of those and so that's why he was in trade rumors that's what i read into it um but if you can if you can get Ben Simmons, if I'm the Kings, I'm doing whatever I can to not trade Buddy Heald. Like I love Tyrese Halliburton, but he's the one I'm trading. It would it would be like Tyrese, Davian Mitchell, sorry. and like three I'm first sorry. round draft picks. Look, the whole Buddy Heal thing, it's it's up. Like he He's a great score. He's a good scorer. He's a good scorer. He's a good piece. He, I love the dynamic of Fox and Heald and the sets they run for him and how he just has his gravity as in movement shooter and stuff. But he's going to be like 29 soon. He He's really? not going to be. Yeah, he's he's really like getting up there. Oh, because he was a senior, it, right? Yeah. His defense oh, is, is spotty. He doesn't have the best playmaking abilities other than, you know, shot creation and stuff. And it's harsh to say, but I don't know if this guy is, like, anything of a, a, a winner. Like, I think he is. I, I, I think he is. He, he was, he was super competitive in Oklahoma. Because he's on the Kings, bro. How could you be... Oh, no offense, Kings fans. But Kings are not good. And they haven't been good enough. Like, they've been disappointing for so long. Like, at Oklahoma, you saw his competitive side. You have to go that far. Even, like... And then the team he was on before the Kings is the Pelicans. And again, sorry, Pelicans fans. But both of... your teams are extremely dysfunctional and you don't know how to run a team. And that's just it. And so like Buddy Heald was kind of like, did you see him in Oklahoma? Like dude was fire. I loved him in Oklahoma. His fire has burned out because he has nothing to play for. Not in Oklahoma no more. But he has nothing to play for. And when the ball has been in his hands as the first guy, 
as the main guy when Fox was out or even as a second option, they didn't they didn't succeed. They didn't do anything. I don't agree. I, I have question marks of him being a main guy on a team. So look, I don't think he's a main De'Aaron Fox is a is a lot better than him. Ben Simmons no doubt. is better than him. Buddy Heal to be the third option. And I think you can't have Ben Simmons on your team without Buddy Heald because there's literally no shooting else on this roster. So, like, are you gonna trust that's fair? That's fair. Are you gonna trust Davian Mitchell and Tyrese Halliburton to be elite shooters right away, which they haven't been? Tyrese Halliburton had a good shooting year last year, though. But still, like the bet I'm not like- sold. Like Ma- Marvin Bagley, what? Like, no. Your your next best shooter on this team, bro, is Harrison Barnes. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, Harrison Barnes, and De'Aaron Fox are all in the same shooting for me, and I'm not confident about that. They just need a a really good like movement shooter. If they do get rid of Buddy. Um, I get Terrence that. Davis, maybe. That's a deep cut. That's a nice but... piece off the bench, but I don't know if he starts, especially with Halliburton and Davion there. I, I don't know what they do with that core. Um, I do like Davion Mitchell, out. but it's just like, what if Davion Mitchell is just really good to where he must be a starter? What does that leave Tyrese Halliburton and? If you keep Buddy healed, then they, the Kings just have a lot of things to figure out. They have um, a lot of things. I just feel like if they get their hands on Ben Simmons, it helps a lot of their defense because they were god-awful last season. Their offense was good. It was already good. But they just need some sort of defensive anchor to be on this team. Because what, yeah. you're going to leave – Six foot one Davion Mitchell to be your defensive anchor. I'm sorry, he's a really competitive guy, but with your switch defense, teams are just gonna be fine with him guarding a Jokic on on the block and just scoring. So, I think six one is being nice to him. I think that's what he's listed as. I think he's like six. Yeah, six one six. Yeah, with they have him listed regular as regular wingspan. Sure, I'll give him six two. But what six two? Six... No, he's smaller than that. He, but anyways, if a six two guy is your defensive anchor, I I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Look, so... I'm just he's really good on defense, and oh, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's scrappy, man. I love it. No, but what I'm saying is that. Like, I don't agree with this trade. Like, I don't think Ben Simmons, his perfect fit is the Kings. We'll get to mine. But I think that, like, you need to keep Buddy Heald somehow for shooting and Halliburton and Mitchell are your trade pieces. Like, the the 76ers would love to have both of them, and I think it works. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Say what your trade destination is. I, I think it's the Timberwolves. I think the Timberwolves are the 
best team. I think they can offer not exactly what the 76ers want, but if they were to, I think if you trade what D'Angelo Russell, two first round draft picks, I think you can make it work. I think you need to maybe get a third team involved for like an extra pick and maybe an extra player, but the salary cap kind of can work itself out between Simmons and D'Lo. And then you add two for round draft picks. And I think you throw in like a, let me pull up the rosters. Like a Jaden McDaniels. And that kind of gives gives the 76ers like a young, really good role player to fit in right away. And so I think like that works. And maybe like Terry on Prince or Patrick Beverly, like you throw in an other cap helper and you make it work. That's what I had in mind. And I think Ben Simmons playing as like the primary ball handler on that team on the Timberwolves is like a solid fit. I think that if you keep if you keep Beasley and Edwards, who are both solid shooters, well, Edwards more streaky, but you can make it work. Carl Anthony Towns isn't a center where he collapses the court. Like he can stretch, he can stretch and hit a three mid-range. He can also play make. And I think I think that works. I don't think it's I don't know if they're a playoff team, like similar with the Kings. Like I don't know where they are, but maybe they're a playing team. And you feel confident about that. But yeah. So that that's a playing team. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the Kings or the Timberwolves, if they get Ben Simmons, are a top six team in the West. But that's just because the West is the West. And you know, that's the crazy thing to think about it. Like Ben Simmons. Anthony Edwards, who I really, really, really like. He's going to be a good scorer in the league. He's really going to mm-hmm. be a good scorer. And then you have Carl Anthony Towns, and then you have some good pieces in Jaden McDaniels and uh, other guys off the bench. Uh, Nas really Beasley. Yeah. They just got Patrick Beverly. So I guess if you do it like a D-low trade, you could just have Pat Bev be the point guard and, you know, yeah, it could work. And then Ben Simmons will be the point guard, but, you know, Pat Bev will just be the point guard. And put Ben in power force. Because if we're being honest, Pat Beverly has never played point guard in his entire life. No. no. <laughs> so I, I just forgot played, about that Pat Bev trade. So He's played defensive guard. That's pretty much what he's been. I feel like you keep maybe let go of Malik Beasley. I think you try to I think you try to hold on to him just as a no, shooter, hold like on an off ball shooter. My bad. You hold on to him, you package D low because the 76ers desperately need some point guard or anyone. No. So yeah, I can I can see the vision. But you're just saying it's a playing team and it's just like these are the core guys. That's the sad part about it all. Um I, I've been saying the Timberwolves should be competing, but they're a team where you you just don't know, kind of like their other team in the Vikings. <laughs> but 
but I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind it at all. And they kind of need to, they need to get this team going is all. Yeah. And I think, I think similar with the Kings, like, I think with Simmons on the Kings, you get more out of Buddy Heald because now Buddy Heald is thinking, oh, we're a playoff team. And I think I think the similar thing happens here. Cat's best year was when Jimmy Butler was on that team and they were they were looking like the fourth seed in the playoffs for a little bit. Like it was a little crazy. Then Jimmy Butler gets hurt and all goes to hell. But um, yeah, like Cat involved is what you want and ben simmons is good enough of a player to flip that switch and get your stars involved and i think that's why yeah like it works i i don't know who else is really gonna trade for ben simmons though like i feel like these are the only two options unless the blazers or the wizards throw bradley beal and damian lillard into the equation but i've been hearing about which is never going to happen, but a Warriors swap of, of Draymond Green and like others for Simmons because the Warriors do have pieces now. They have, yeah. But I mean, okay. I get it. you you get rid of the the older Draymond Green and you get younger with a Ben Simmons with a better potential, I much more higher ceiling and better potential, I guess, but. I never see the Warriors front office doing this at all. Draymond is going to be a warrior till he dies. Yeah, I think I think Draymond Green will never not be a warrior. And I think Draymond Green is better than Ben Simmons. But. Sure. I mean, like, <laughs> there's an argument for Ben Simmons, but that argument is youth and athleticism. But Draymond Green has scoring. Yeah, but okay. So if we both put them on the Warriors, who's is who is better? If you both put them on the Warriors right now, who's better? Like I'm saying Draymond because of chemistry and because he exactly as a defensive anchor. Yeah. So you you don't make that switch if you don't know if Ben Simmons could really do that, because Draymond Green is the heart and soul of that team. I don't know if Ben Simmons is, has the character to be the heart and soul of that team and do all the little things that Draymond Green does. Cause I feel like Ben Simmons views himself as a star. Draymond Green does not view himself as a star. No, he's, he's, and that's the difference player. And he knows his role. Another ben thing- Simmons is going to go there and be like, I'm the best player. And Steph, Curry's gonna be like, nah, I'm gonna put you in the mixer every day in practice. And Ben isn't like a defensive communicator to what Draymond no. is. Like he Draymond just on his own dictates everything to his teammates what they where they need to be and what they be need they need to do. Ben yeah. is more like, all right, I understand my mission on defense, and I'm just gonna work to work towards that. So I'm gonna be a good on-ball defender. I would play the passing lanes and get steals or yeah, help it. Yeah, so I I don't. I think Draymond Green is better because he knows his role, and I think that's the issue with Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons doesn't yet know that he's a role player. What about he could be an amazing role player, but still. 
What about the San Antonio Spurs? No. Not at all. Zero sense. No. No. Why not? Imagine Greg Popovich coaching Ben Simmons. That's not a good mix. In my in my mind, I I don't I don't. You wouldn't want Pop coaching Ben. I don't think Ben could be coached by Pop. I think that's the thing. Like, I mean, the only coaches Ben has, Doctor Rivers and Brett Brown. Brett Brown wasn't the best coach to get them there. Doc is like a playoff contending coach, but he's never had like a Hall of Fame championship coach like Greg Popovich. I'm I'm going by coaching style. Like Popovich is a a, a more aggressive person than Doc Rivers and Brett Brown. They're more player friendly. I think Popovich is do my system or get out. <laughs> and I don't think Ben Simmons is capable of fitting into a system extremely well and especially something like the Spurs. So I think I think he would have a good role and it'd be interesting. I also don't know if the Spurs have the capital to make that trade. You look up their roster. Well, no. <laughs> I was about to say the Cleveland Cavaliers, but then I just remembered <laughs> their offseason. Their, their strange offseason, actually. Yeah, no. No, like, what, what would be the pack? Like, it'd be like DeAndre Murray and, like, a whole bunch of picks. And, like, I love DeAndre Murray. But is he someone that the Sixers want? Probably not. Keldon Johnson, maybe. I mean, but now you have no point guard. The the Johnson Murray could play the point guard spot like easily and just be a good defensive guard for them, and he can just be a be a threat as a three point shooter. What was his three point? If, I, if I'm remembering correctly, he took three three pointers last year and only made 0.9 of them. So I, I, oh, okay. they're in the same issue with Ben Simmons, except now Deontay Murray just takes the three pointers. <sighs> no. Maybe Derek White and Keldon Johnson, Keldon Johnson, and two first round draft picks, like. Dark White's a good player. Just ship him to Houston. Ben Simmons? Mm-hmm. But then, like, the Sixers are going to want green. Like, they're not going to take John Wall. It'd have to be, like, no, John Wall, Hicks, John Wall. and, like, green. Another landing spot I've been thinking of, but I, I just don't know the package at all is the Indiana Pacers. That's easier to do though. Brogdon. Yeah, and that, that would that was um yeah, you get Malcolm Brogdon. Because Brogdon's an all-star. He's really good. Um, it would be Brogdon, TJ Warren, and Picks. But the thing is, I, you don't get rid of that front court, which is, 
I think would be the main purpose of the trade because if you're running like Simmons, Sabonis, and, and Turner, I, I mean, yeah, what are you doing there? <laughs> it it would be it would be like a three way trade. You would ship off Sabonis or Turner somewhere within that trade. I think they would be much more like inclined to part ways of Turner makes a bonus a, a, a center and have Simmons as a power forward and whoever you get from the idea spot, yeah. idea three-way trade Hornets Pacers and Sixers first and a second for Turner for the Turner gets sent to the Hornets you package that first second the Pacers package and other first Mock and Brown done and TJ Warner, Karis Levert to the 76ers and the Pacers get Harris. No, yeah, I don't I, I think it's T you 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 start with TJ Warren and if the Sixers really want Karis to make it work, maybe you figure it out. But yeah, so then yeah, the 76ers would get Brogdon, TJ Warner, Karis Levert a Charlotte first round, a Charlotte second, and a Pacers first. And that's the trade. And Charlotte Hornets get Turner in exchange Which, for a first and a second. Because they rock it with um, Mason Plumley as the center. It, yeah. He, he solid, but I don't think you would run it for the long term as your future center. And a Miles Turner would be perfect for them. Yeah. Um, no, but that that would be that'd be a that'd be a good trade. The only way that it gets becomes a bad trade is if Karis Levert is traded. But you might need to do that. But it's yeah, just, it's just how much they want to commit to a Sabonis being the center because that's basically what he is. But it's just the defensive problems. Um. I don't think he's a rim protector. Uh, you would have to probably, I mean, Ben Simmons could probably like clear areas with him. Like they complement each other with that kind of like with how he would compliment Carl Anthony Towns if he was traded to Timberwolves. No, but I don't know. It's just would the Pacers be like, open to just moving him exclusively to center. I don't know. But but listen to the starting lineup. It'd be Karis, Karis, uh, Chris Duarte, uh, TJ McConnell starting at the point guard. Yeah, maybe it's TJ, Karis, Chris Duarte, Ben Simmons, and then Sabonis. That's your starting lineup. Like I don't hate it. Why do I feel like they get worse? Yeah, I kind of feel like they get worse too. I wouldn't give up. I would try if they are in like a three way. I mean, I wouldn't get rid of a uh, Brogdon, most Warren, and like Turner. But as you said, the. 76ers want a point guard, so Brogdon would be the guy. You have to do that. Yeah, it would so be Karras or Brogdon 
with Turner. And I would I would try to keep Turner too, just because he's he's such a good ISO scorer. But the thing with like Levert, you have to think about oh, do you want to deal with the injuries? So if for the 76ers, you get another guy that's just like question marks with injuries. Like Embiid can barely play a full season. Then you're getting a guy who can barely play a full season. Yeah, but if you if Karis Levert plays a full season, has I don't think I don't I don't think it. But if he does, I don't I don't think he has. But I think if he does, he's a top ten shooting guard in the NBA. Embiid is an MVP candidate every year if he plays every if he plays a whole year. So, but is that going to happen? Yeah, but if aren't looking like it though. But if you get both of those two players, you're looking good. Along with Maxi, who really showed out in summer league. Um. Tobias Harris would still be there. So you would have like a valid core of players. It's just, we'll see how it goes. You want to move on to the NFL? I'm tired of Ben uh, Simmons, man. Ben, yeah. ben, Simmons, ben Simmons hurts me a little bit every day. Well, just, just to clear it up, I, I was just talking about the Pacers. It's just, I don't know because they have too much, they have too much good talent, but they're not there in like the playoffs. They they can very well get to the playoffs this year. Brogdon, Karras, TJ Warren, Sabonis, Turner. That's a playoff team. That is. That's a. That's like, bro. If that's your starting five. Yeah, barring any injuries, that that's that's playoffs. That's a. That's like. They're they're in my mind, they're in that second tier, maybe the lower end of the second tier of the east, but they're in that second tier with the heat, uh the Celtics, like the Hawks, like they're up there with those teams. But that's me. Not wrong. Uh, the only reason why they didn't make it last year was like injuries and stuff so yeah brogdon and turner and karis tj was out the whole year so i mean we can end it off there we we don't know what this saga of ben simmons will lead it's, no it's, but i think i think Dom delmore is losing time i don't think he's gonna get time the, no, not as like in his job. He's losing time with the possibility, like he's losing time on his dream that he's going to get Damian Lillard or Bradley Beal. I think he's going to need to lower his expectations to CJ McCullen and TJ Warren, TJ Warren and Malcolm Brogdon. Like that's that's going to be the new possible stars that he could get. Like CJ McCollum in the East is an all-star. And that'd be really cool. It just sucks that you now have a disgruntled guy and then you have to work around it. Like I said, best trade? Ben Simmons, CJ McCollum, straight up. Call it a day. 
I guess. Because then sir. you run the green curry with Simmons Lillard. He gets Lillard back involved and he's going to be there now because now they're a playoff contender and they can maybe get out of the first round. And like CJ has the ability to create and is a good shooter. Like dude was taking like 11 threes last year, I think. Is Mike D'Antoni coaching a team? No, right? No, I think he's... Because I'm like... Ben Simmons is the ideal Mike D'Antoni type player. <laughs> really? He can't shoot. For like, for like defensive stuff and like small ball stuff. Ooh, I think so. Maybe. But it's just maybe the shooting's a turn off. You know what? You know what I would want to see? How the Orlando Magic built the team around Dwight Howard. I want someone to build that team around Ben Simmons. Just shooting everywhere, and he's the center, and he'd be even better because he could facilitate, and it'd be crazy. It'd be awesome, but no one will do that. It's just, do you want to commit to that, though? Does he want to commit to that? He would just have to be, like, a Giannis player where he's just an interior menace to society. But I don't know why he, he doesn't. Who, but. He's shown that he can, but not like he's going to do it all game. Yeah. All right. Before we go to the NFL, I have one funny thing that I saw on Twitter. Someone commented on a, one of his highlight videos and straight up said, I think this is the same highlight video every year for the last three years. <laughs> I was like, damn. They really said he doesn't have enough made three-pointers that they just run back the same video. <laughs> they say that about, like, some of those practice videos they put out. Yeah. Like, it's the same thing over and over every year because, like, he really can't shoot, so they got to they gotta put something out there. Uh, that'd be funny if that was true. In the world of Ben Simmons just shot the ball. All right, man. Let's go to let's go to the NFL. Go for it, dude. All right. So before we get into our week one predictions, biggest news this week or in the last week, kinda was was Cam Newton getting cut by the Patriots. Where were you when Cam Newton got cut by the Patriots? Because that is it's not that historical of a moment, honestly. So where was I? Where were you? I was trying to make a joke. That I is, wasn't even remember. I don't remember where I was, man. Like, last week is a blur for me, dude. That's the importance of Cam Newton in your life. I, I've had a no, no, no. I love Cam Newton, man. But I just had a long week last week. <laughs> Cam Newton, I don't. Cam Newton is my NFL Ben Simmons. I think. I love the idea of Cam Newton. But what he actually is slightly disappoints me. But it, it, it's not like his fault, though. He just had like some bad injuries that just derailed him. Ben Simmons really didn't have any injuries. That's just Ben is just Ben. But like we've seen Cam Newton when he was on the Panthers, like he was a monster. 
I think I like a specific type of quarterback. And I I don't know. Cam Newton doesn't do it for me. Well, not anymore. Well, did he do it for you um, beforehand, at least? Okay. Cam Newton, when healthy and in the past, was always, for me, like a top eight quarterback. Like, he was always going to be there. He was amazing. But in my mind, I always felt he could be like a top three or a top five consistently, but I never felt like he got there. So that's why I'm like, he's like, he's the better version of the Ben Simmons NFL. Like, cause to me, he's always been elite, but I always felt like he could have been even better always. Cause he was, he was, was always awesome. so, he was always so inaccurate, deep. He, he yeah, misses random throws high. Like, he's just so randomly off at times. Even his MVP year, it's just weird. I was going to say. I don't know say, who that's, who, who's that fault. How about instead of Ben Simmons, Derrick Rose? Ooh, okay. I'll get on that. In a way, injuries both, like, derailed their career. If Derrick Rose was never injured and – he had seasons to build on his shooting and get better as a playmaker and hasn't had seasons that where he just got hit by injuries could have been damn near the best point guard um, in the league. The only thing I'll push back on that is that we, I think we saw the best of Derek Rose. Like even, even if he doesn't get injured, maybe he gets better as like a shooter. And then that's the best version of Derek Rose. I don't, I don't know if we've seen the best version of Cam Newton because I feel yeah, like he could have got better. The offense was He's never still... perfect for him. And I think that's what it was. And his MVP MVP year was like as close as it was going to get where they kind of figured out how to use his passing and running game together. And I don't know. I thought the Patriots would be able to do that, but then his arm is too far gone. Like, he can't really – his throwing is weird. And then I read a report that, like, Mac Jones was helping him learn the offense. Yeah, I I, I saw that. And that that hurt my soul. That hurt my soul, man. I didn't know how, like, strong that report was. Like, was that a case? Because if that's the Yeah, let me me Google that. Let me – I saw it on Twitter – like Bleacher Report posted it, and I think it was from like a um the NBC writer for the Patriots, I think. But I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it. Yeah, I'm just seeing it now. I mean, like Cam had like a whole year. He was on the team before Mac Jones, so not knowing the playbook, that that's sketchy. I mean, so that's the thing with that is that, okay, so Rob Ninkovich. Oh, so that's probably valid then. Rob Ninkovich said it. Linebacker. Oh, for, yeah. Yeah. If, if he's saying that, he, you know Rob Ninkovich is deep in the NFL world. I mean, Patriots world. So I'm I'm gonna trust that as that's probably reliable and that's not good. Mainly because like he's been in for a year and then I think beyond like 
Mac Jones is a rookie, but also he came from Alabama where similar-ish offense. And like Saban and Bill Belichick are great friends. And so it goes together. I don't know, man. I, I just, I saw that and I didn't think that was good. And that made me feel weird about his Panthers, Panther years. Because the, the Panthers offense was simple. And I always thought it was because they had a bad OC. And that makes me think, did Cam just not comprehend extremely complicated offenses? So you couldn't run that? And that makes me sadder because, like, I always loved Cam, even though he was always, like, weird for me, but he was always still so good. But I don't know if it's a case where, okay, maybe it got the report got twisted up some way, and maybe Mac and Cam was talking about a new, like, the Patriots implementing something new in their offense or something, or if it was like, just no, yeah right but okay just like the patriots offense as it is and he had a season playing with it then that's that's bad i i have the quote ninkovich on his podcast says from everything that i've learned from everything i understand now mac was basically helping cam learn the playbook so imagine that mac was having less emmys mental errors that's what emmys in football is in football and having a better understanding of the offense. We didn't see Cam run any two minute offense. We didn't see him run any no huddle. That's, that's the quote. That's not good. All right. So, so I, I, I think the, I think the Patriots made the right move. Personally, I think I think Mac Jones your backup guy now. No, 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 no. I mean, okay, you don't I keep Cam was... Newton as a backup on that team. You can't, because Mac Jones is a rookie, and if he goes out there and throws an interception, Cam Jones is. I mean, Cam Newton is too big of a star for him to just sit on the bench, quiet and idly, and just chill. And the fans know what he has done as an MVP, and that's not going to work. Like once Mac Jones throws an incompletion, it's it's chance for Cam Newton, and you can't you can't do that. That's not the case anymore. This is why I'm like same thing as Derrick Rose. Like we all know he was an MVP, but right now that's that's not who he is. Right now he's he's a bench guy. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. I, no. You can't hold on to that, though. No, like, but as fans, you can. Last last season, he wasn't that bad. He wasn't that bad. Yeah, no. He got a lot more hate than he deserved. Yeah. I, I thought he would be a, a, a good backup QB for them. I mean, that's I don't the think on the Patriots. Or this is what I thought they were going to do. They start Cam for a few weeks and then slide into Mac Jones, but that just never happened. That's what I thought too. I, I so there was also I've reports been, where go ahead. Go. Now you go. There were also reports of like um Mac Jones just being 
amazing in like practice. So yeah, maybe he won it just from that. So I think I think he did. I think I think they Mac Jones can run more of the Patriots' offense. Like the Patriots would have had to adjust their offense to Cam Newton, which they would have done fine. But the Patriots, they're probably the smartest organization to ever play any sport. And I don't know if that's an overstatement or even arguable, but they're probably the most intelligent sports team ever run. And they would find a way to make Cam Newton work like they did last year where they involved his running game. Mac Jones opens the playbook to running a Tom Brady style of offense plus bootlegs, which Tom Brady never did because he never could run ever. And Mac Jones can. I think they're going to run the same exact offense they did at Alabama. And even though he played against college players with less talent, look at Mac Jones against Ohio State, which has a lot of NFL talent. He torched them, man. Like It looked like there was nobody else on the field with him. And I think we're going to be seeing... Not that, but something close. I, I, I think Mac Jones is about to win Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year. I think that's what's about to happen. He's gonna go for. Or Wilson. Through, well, they're not gonna get the the Jets aren't gonna win any games, and I think they're going to protect Wilson. Wilson's a better quarterback, but. I'm pretty sure they're not going to throw him into the lines then like the Bengals did with Joe Burrow. You know what I mean? Like they're going to try to protect him, run the football. Kind of just like if we're losing, we're losing. No one cares. We'll get a better draft pick. With the Bengals. No, because the Bengals, um, what's, his, what's the head coach of the Bengals? Zach something. The head coach of the Bengals, his job was on the line last year. And I think that's why Joe Burrow was still playing. Like, cause he didn't want to get fired. Mm-hmm. They just hired Salah there. He doesn't care if he's going to get fired. Cause they're not going to fire him after one year with that roster. Cause that roster has not that much talent. They're not going to win many games with or without Zach Wilson as quarterback. So Patriots they're not really going to do much. Ceiling. Yeah. The, and- if, Jones has Bro. better options to throw to. <laughs> Just flat out. Yeah. Like he has Hunter Henry, Yano Smith. Like Jets have Corey Davis, but yeah. I, look, Matt, Mac Jones is my offensive player, rookie of the year. Like he's going to, he has the opportunity to do that. They're going to throw the ball, he has the receivers to catch it. It's him or Justin Fields, but yeah. Oh, well, I, I wouldn't bet against that. Like, no. I, I do like what I see from Mac Jones, and the Patriots seem to love what they got from him because he fell in the draft to them. And he's Brady esque, bro. He's he's he can run the same offense and is more athletic, so they can run bootlegs and stuff. Like he's one of the smarter people mm-hmm. on that team, and that's saying something because. Like I said, that they got, only sign smart people. <laughs> they only got this job, Pictures. you know, week one, like yeah. right off the bat. And the funny thing about it is, is that 
everyone is just, you know, was talking like positive about Cam Newton. Like, even yeah. Though, like, Patriots front office and Belichick and stuff. It's just like, damn, y'all gonna let him go that easily? So, so one of the football podcasts I listen to is um, PFT Live, Pro Football Talk with um, Michael Florio and Chris Sims. Um, in one of their segments, they they were talking about this, and literally two hours before they cut Newton. Bill Belichick was on the podium. You know, he was saying that we're going in the right direction with Cam Newton and that he's been good and we know what we're going to do with him. And so what they knew what they were going to do in the right direction for Cam Newton was to not be on the Patriots. And that's kind of funny that Bill Belichick was just like, like, oh yeah, we feel good about him. Cut two hours later, like, damn. Bill Belichick is different. That's why Bill Belichick is also Do you feel like amazing. this may have been Cam Newton's hand of wanting to be cut because he wouldn't get a starting job? Wow. I've never thought about that. That Because we know Cam Newton thinks highly of himself, and he should. He also didn't make like a, a Instagram post. Oh, yeah. So let me see if I pull it up. He it was pretty much like I'm gonna be fine. Don't worry about me. I'll figure it out. Which yeah, he's like, oh, this is all on me, and I'm just gonna figure it out, and let me back to the grind or something. Yeah, I I don't know. I, do you do you think I don't I don't know about what you just said though, because that's that'd be kind of interesting to unpack. Like if. Bill was like, hey, you want to be the backup? But I don't know. From from what from with this same podcast I was talking about, is that uh Chris Sims used to be part of the Patriots organization, and then his dad is Phil Sims, so he knows Bill Belichick. And what he was saying is that the Patriots love to form their team around the quarterback. And so they put they move all their chips into the center of the pile with one person. So if they were going to do that, you can't do that with Mac Jones and Cam Newton on the bench because it's a two, it's two different offenses. So you would need to put like 70 in Mac Jones and hold on to a little of the pile to save for Cam Newton. And I don't think, I don't think they were going to, it doesn't sound like the Patriots do that. They build their team with one QB one in mind. Okay. So that fits more into the, I, I'm Cam Newton. I'm gonna be out. It seemed like y'all want Mac Jones. Yeah, because eventually they think, were gonna lean on to him. So, I think, I think it was both. I think the Patriots were like, "We're probably gonna cut you," and Cam Newton was like, "Okay, that makes sense. I lost the job. You're gonna go with Mac Jones." I think it was mutual. I think I think if Cam really yeah. went in there and said, "All right, I will be the backup. I will be the practice team. You know, I'll help the defense get ready for mobile quarterbacks. Like he'll, I'll do everything you need, and I know I won't start." I think maybe he would have stayed, but I think he wasn't ready for that. What, what do you think? Do you think Cam signs with somebody before Week One or mm. after? Or guesses? I don't know. I don't know where he goes. See, 
I thought the likely destination would be the Cowboys, <laughs> but oh, not even the market was good for him there. They took Will Greer over him, and I like Will Greer. He's all right. He's okay. He's the XFL. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> but not even like Cam Newton drew any interest from the Cowboys or anything. Um, I thought I thought maybe the Redskins, because you know Ron Rivera and their quarterback is Fitch Tragic slash Fitch Fritz Fitz Magic. Jeez, man. <laughs> but like like you never know with him. Yeah, you streaky guy. So Cam Newton maybe works, but Ron Rivera kind of came out and said that that's not gonna happen. Like I like I would say Ravens. I was Steelers would be options, but Steelers have Haskins, and it feels like they really like Haskins. Ravens got Brett Hudley, who's good and kind of impressed in the last preseason game, and but does might Cam Newton really like fit like a Ravens offense? So yeah, because you can run the same running plays for Lamar Jackson. They just wouldn't be home run hitting plays. Cam might get like 15 yards because he'll like run over somebody compared to Lamar Jackson, who will make like half the team miss and get a touchdown. Like Cam Newton will try to run through somebody and break a tackle, and then it's not a touchdown, it's 15 yards. You know what I mean? What about- they also just have like every running back hurt right now with Gus Edwards tearing his ACL too. So maybe they sign him as a running back. Imagine that. Hmm. That's a little rude, but that'd be interesting. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Like maybe the the Jets? No, Zach Wilson. Unless Zach Wilson gets hurt. I but... mean, but they don't really have like a backup guy. He, he Cam Newton. It doesn't no matter, matter though. Way, Cam Newton, no matter where you look at it, is a, is a backup. It's just hmm. whatever offense like fits with him. The Jets, if Zach Wilson isn't playing, they don't care about the games. Like, they'll lose every game. It doesn't matter to them. It's perfect. No, but Cam Newton gives you a shot. He'll at least try. Like, Zach Wilson, like, you just want Zach Wilson to get NFL reps against NFL defenses so that when the Jets have a better roster, he's already there. You know what I mean? You think maybe he just takes a year off or he eventually gets signed? I would like to see him on the Texans. No, don't do that to him, man. I I, I don't know where else he would go. Like, the Texans don't care about winning. Well, like, Joe Burrow, you're in the same boat. Like, Joe Burrow is your guy. And if Joe Burrow isn't playing, you rather have a better early draft pick. So, like, you're in the same thing. I think I think Texans are stupid enough to do it. because like it works. I you know who else I thought of? Who I think they think the same the same team. Who are you thinking? No, you you said first. Go ahead. The Browns. Oh no, I was thinking <laughs> just a ponder of the Broncos. Who no because. I think I think Drew Locke yeah, and Teddy Bridgewater yeah, yeah. are kind of 
equal to F as good as him right now. But they're like average. <laughs> but like Teddy Bridgewater's average, but Drew Locke has the upside to be special. And Cam is like it's like the most he has the upside to be special, but he hasn't shown it in some no, time. He's never gotten there. And I don't think at this point he's ever gonna get there. That that's what you were saying before. Like the closest he was gonna get to what his peak was with the Panthers and when he went on that run with the pa- Panthers. Now it's, yeah. it's not looking like that at all. Yeah. Seahawks? Wilson never gets hurt, but and so, like, he would never get an opportunity to start, but he would be there, and that'd be interesting. It'd be cool. I mean, is this Russell Wilson's last season with the Seahawks? No. No? They, they do that dance every year. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think it will. If it is, if it is, Cam Newton could come in, possibly get that starter job, and... No. You don't think he'll get a starter job there if, if Russell Wilson leaves? I think if Russell Wilson leaves, they blow it up. They they build the whole team up. Do they have to go? Because they have a good enough like right. offense to get by. But they don't immediately have to. Their blow offensive it up. line isn't great. They have an aging locket. DK Metcalf is something very, very special. Um, oh, I just thought about it. Perfect team. Per- perfect team. Titans. Can you name the, the Titans, Titans backup? Yeah. Ryan Tannehill is, was a worse version of the Panthers Cam Newton last year, kind of like the same play style, deep passes, rollouts. A little moving. It's a similar offense. Um, two great wide receivers to throw to, solid offensive line, and okay defense. But the, the Titans are in a Super Bowl window. If 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 Tannehill gets hurt, who's coming in? Cam Newton's hot. Cam Newton. They don't. They don't yeah, they works. don't have like a a backup guy. So yeah, could be an. I'm option. gonna go with that. I'm, I'm going to say that would be the best option. If, if Tannehill gets hurt, you don't – like, if Tannehill's out for three weeks, I think maybe Cam Newton goes two and, two and one and you're fine. And Tannehill could get hurt because he – Ryan Tannehill takes some hits. He's a little mobile. 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 Anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean. He runs around a little bit, so – how confident are you in Cam Newton's arm? 50-50. Because it didn't look bad in preseason. Like, he looked good, like, especially that second game, second preseason game. It's just Mac Jones opens the offensive playbook a little bit more and fits the offense they want to run more. Like, I, th- I think – I think if they didn't draft Mac Jones, Cam Newton would be the starter and they would still be a playoff team. With Mac Jones. That's given just the talent they brought in um, this offseason. Yeah, like with Mac Jones, 
he's maybe worth like one or two more wins than Cam Newton because they can run a more exciting offense. But but like it's I don't think it's that much of a big difference. I I yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. On that note, I think we should start with yeah, I was Dolphins, about to say Patriots. No, no, what we're going to do. You don't want to start with that. We're going to start with Thursday, go into Saturday, and then run down the list, um, whatever All game right. it is. All right, I'll have, I have ESPN open. Okay. All right, who's winning? Dallas Cowboys or Tampa Bay Buccaneers? We're, we're closing the Cam Newton talk, and now we're going into week one picks. The NFL season is starting on Thursday. And we got a lot of interesting games this week to get into. So go ahead and start it off, Jose. Do, do you want to, like, pick scores or, like, do you want to do over-unders or you just want to uh, pick winners? Can't do scores, man. <laughs> All right, so let's just pick winners. Let's just pick winners. Tampa Bay or Dallas? Who who you picking, Dallas fan? Pain me Tampa Bay. There's, there's too many question marks with the Cowboys, and usually when there's too many question marks with a team, then I can't really roll with them. Um, seems like Zach Martin is out. Um, I don't know how oh. Dak will be. This is his first game back, which is scary, against a really the Super Bowl champions. Really good defense. Um, so... <sighs> It's just another thing is like, how is the scoring going to be going against the best run defense last year? <laughs> so I don't yeah. know how much we're going to be able to run. So how many times Dak is going to throw the ball. So it's going to be a tough game. Against a really good young secondary. Yeah. Like a really, really good young secondary. Uh, I think I think this has a chance of getting really ugly. <laughs> like like I, okay i won't i won't say like really really ugly what's the percentage of the cowboys winning for you oh like 15 percent that sounds about right man i i like it but it relies on so much things going well like I, I think we talked about this before, like so much has to go right. Like there, there's little room for yeah. error. And I see like a lot of room for error. I didn't even talk about the defense even being a question mark. We still don't know how it is. That's how it is every year. Um, they did imp- try and prove on that in the off season, but we got to see it all put together. And that's really it. You want to know why they can get ugly? Because the only way for the Cowboys to stay in this game is for it to be a shootout, which means their offense needs to explode. And I think the Buccaneers are good enough defense to stop that. That's not happening. But beyond that, is Dak going to be 100% healthy? And uh, yeah, so the way this game is close is if the Cowboys put up 30 points. And if they don't put up 30 points, the Buccaneers are probably going to win by over 14 points. 
Yeah, that's the thing. I just don't see that happening against this defense. And the Buccaneers t- are going to score 30 points. Yeah, yeah. Because it's your good. defense is not good. It's not good, yeah. <laughs> oh, and the funnier thing is that your head coach – I mean, no, 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 your, def- your, your, your defensive coordinator – sorry, your defensive coordinator, the former defensive coach – and head coach for the the Falcons runs that same defense that Tom Brady has been dicing up since what like 2015. So, like, Thank dude you. has Thank multiple you. comebacks against that defense of scheme that you guys run. As I said, "Thank you for reminding me. I know that there's question marks with the defense. We don't have to talk about it." I mean, like, when has a Dan Quinn defense ever stopped Tom Brady? Ever. You know, come back against Seattle, come get, come back against the Falcons. All right, let's get into Sunday night's uh, 1 p.m. game, Seattle Seahawks versus the <laughs> All right, so I, I, I'm assuming your pick is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And you said it's not going to be – I don't think it was going to be close, which will make no, me very I, happy. I will be a bar in a bar in Buffalo laughing at you with just many laughy face emojis being sent to you as we enter the third quarter and it's 40-10. So, I mean, entered the fourth quarter. So, I'm very excited for this. I'm very happy about that. Thank if they lose, if the, if the Cowboys win, I might cry next time we talk. Oh, Which will the be Cowboys, the Monday after. You know I'm gonna speak my my ish, so yeah, I won't be happy. Pray that don't happen. That 15 percent won't happen. <laughs> All right, let's move. Let's go. What's the next game we got? I got Philadelphia Eagles versus the Atlanta Falcons. You want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Ah, uh, do you have a confident answer? I have a confident answer. Go for it. Falcons. For two reasons, two big reasons and one little reason. Well, no, one big reason and two little reasons. Falcons got better. Matt Ryan's a better quarterback. Uh, I can't wait to see Kyle Pitts. He's really good. They have a solid defense. An underrated defense. I think it's good. Uh, the two little reasons, one of my close friends is a Falcons fan, so I root for them sometimes. And uh, I hate the Philadelphia Eagles, so I, I very much will not be picking them in many games this year to win. So there you go. I think, uh, yeah, the Falcons, I think there's just going to be, because they're both of their defense, you say underrated, but I, I still feel like it bit sketchy i would just have to see more on how they improve it has talent it has talent grady jarrett Deion jones they have a corner is it aj terrell or is that is he on the is he on the jacksonville quick depth chart you keep talking quick quick check but i think there's just going to be more of a battle of the offenses um Falcons have the better talent. It's just going to be interesting to see Jalen Hurts and Devonta Smith and 
Sanders and all those guys, mostly how Hurts and Devonta Smith plays. Um, I've been seeing a lot of like Hurts, pro Hurts on social media, which is interesting. Bro, I, as you know, I do fantasy football and um, Jalen Hurts was like the fifth highest ranked quarterback for fantasy points wise. And I was like, how? I heard one guy, I think I was listening to like a YouTube video and this guy was like, Jalen Hurts. I think it was on CBS Sports. It was like, Jalen Hurts is like the second best quarterback in the NFC East. I'm just like, I would like, go what with ground. <laughs> I'd be like, on what ground? So, what th- my thing is, is like, what has Hurts proved now yeah. with um, Wentz gone? This is all him. Yeah. I did we'll like see. what they did with bringing in Minshew, though. So, if her- anything with Hurts goes wrong, they have backups where they can go to. Yeah. Did I say CJ Terrell or AJ Terrell? I think you said AJ Terrell. So I was correct. It is AJ Terrell. They also have Devontae Fowler Jr. If who's fallen off a tad bit since Jacksonville and the Rams, but it's still good. Still good. Still decent. So, let's next. go Falcons. So next, uh, Buffalo Bills. Oh. Huh? Hmm? So Buffalo yeah. Bills versus Pittsburgh's, Pittsburgh Steelers. Buffalo. I will be in Buffalo for this day. So this will be interesting to see Bill's Mafia in reality. I'm not going to the game, just visiting. But, you you know. should go. You should buy tickets right now and go. $118. No. For, for like what seats? It is just tickets as low as 118 So if that's like the cheapest, it's way up. I do love Josh Allen, but... uh. He's an MVP I don't, guy. I don't, I don't Ooh, think I would I pay 118 to watch the Giants. You want to see 118 dollars to watch Buffalo? I don't. I'm weird. I don't. I don't love live sports unless it's baseball. Okay, that, that makes sense. I like. I'm weird. I like being analytical when I watch sports, and it's hard to do that in a stadium. I wouldn't say live, but just like you watch it, like not from like the seats, but like from a TV. Yeah. Like I like seeing the whole thing. Okay. That makes sense. And I think with baseball, eh, baseball, you don't need to pay attention 100% of the time. With the NBA and NFL, you kind of do. But who, who you got? Bills, Pittsburgh. This was a tough one for me. Buffalo? Yeah. So do I, um, it's not that tough. I think these are, these are two really good defensive teams. So it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be really, uh, you know, a, a battle it out, grind it out game, but Buffalo easily has, you know, the greater offense. So I'll, I'll more so lean towards them to put some, um, fuck, I'm blanking out, just to, to score more. Um, better yeah. burger agent uh we still gotta see if he's you know gonna be playing at a high level and, and their offense is is, is all right but uh, i'm just more so you know would give buffalo the edge here yeah uh, 
Steelers have a top three defense in the NFL. Whoa. Let me let me take that back. Steelers are close to having a top three defense in the NFL if TJ Watt resigns before week one. If he doesn't resign yeah. and he holds he, out. He's not playing, right? Yeah, he's not playing. So if yeah, he plays no, top three defense, if he if he misses the game, the Bills are winning. Definitely. If he plays, it's closer, but Bills probably still win. Bills could go to the Super Bowl. They're the better team. I think their defense should be better than last year. Um, Pittsburgh, I don't know if their offense will be that good. And also, the end of their season was so bad that it was laughable. I think it will be better. Don't know how much better. Interesting um, to see how Najee Harris plays. I am too. I like Najee Harris. Najee Harris, bro, they have weapons yeah, and their yeah. defense is really good. And they have the extremely, a really smart head coach. So, one of those under the radar teams, like I can see, like being around there, giving teams hell. Oh, yeah, for sure, bro. They, bro, their defense is so stacked. I'm like looking at their depth chart and it's amazing. Their offensive line took some hits last year. Well, over the offseason. But, like, Deontay Johnson, Juju, Chase Claypool, Eric Ebron, Najee Harris, that's weapons. That's great weapons. So, I, I, I think – I just think Bills, Bills have the second best player – well, no, second best quarterback in the NFL. And yeah, yeah. That's hard to beat. That's hard to beat. So. See how old man Ben plays his game, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have we have yet to uh, well, it's only three games in, but next game, Minnesota Vikings versus Cincinnati Bengals. Who you got? Minnesota versus the Cincinnati Bengals. You. Vikings. I also go Vikings. What's your reason? There's, there's, I know that the Bengals are, are growing. They have some pieces to, you know, look for in the future. They still have to figure out defensive stuff and just growing more as a team with Joe Burrow and stuff. But we'll probably yeah. see them more competitive next the next few seasons. I think Minnesota Vikings are much more stacked on offense. So yeah. they'll have a field day with their offense. I mean, their defense. What are you saying? Did oh oh Owuze from the Dallas? He signed with the Bengals this year. I did not know that. Yeah. He about to get he wasn't very good for the Cowboys. But um yeah. This this one's interesting. You know, Vikings have a really good offense with cousins, cook, Jefferson dealing like you don't really need much else and their defense is not the best but it's okay the Bengals are three years are away from being relevant and maybe two so that's kind of where you're at with that Vikings are just the better team they're one also Joe Burrow 
little concerning with ACL tear. He he played three snaps in preseason. Two snaps, two snaps, sorry. So. And they get much run. Yeah, they're, they're saying that he's he's having trouble dealing with his knee injury. Like he's not, he's kind of nervous to have people around his legs. Understandable. Yeah. He, he's so like freaking important, man. He's their team. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if he's not in the right headspace, they're definitely not winning. And I mean, they're it not winning. Seems like he's at not at all, but yeah, they're not going to be competitive like without him, I guess. Yeah. Are you ready for a hotly contested game next? Then San Francisco 49ers versus the Detroit Lions. I have the Detroit Lions winning. Really? I'm I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, I'm just like. <laughs> I don't, so know, D- I don't know the Detroit Lions won a game this year, but uh, yeah. Look, this this is Mickey Mouse game. Yeah, I don't I don't think we need to explain uh, this one. 49ers are just put a few words in there. Okay, go, go, go. I put mean, a few words in there. 49ers fully healthy, like years off of a Super Bowl appearance. I mean, what does the Lions really have, like, now? A solid offensive line. Uh, God, is that going to score against this 49ers <laughs> defense? No. They'll probably get a field goal or, or two, and then they'll uh, fall. Yeah, but this, I mean, is, this is – They know who Jared Goff is because they played against the Rams for a while. I think they'll be okay. We'll move on from this. <laughs> Seattle Colts, a really a lot is, more interesting of a game. Is Carson Wentz playing? Is he actually gonna let's play? let's find out. Who are you picking if he plays? If he plays, I'll take the Colts. But if he's not, Seattle. Wentz four days ago went through eleven on eleven drills. I'm gonna say he's gonna play. He's gonna play. That was four days ago. It's gonna be a a close game. So I think this will be the second best game in the one PM slate with Buffalo Bills, Pittsburgh Steelers. I I think it'll be a good game. Russell Wilson will cook because let Russ cook. Um, but I also think that he's he has to learn a new offense. Their defense outside of Adams, Quandre Diggs, and Bobby Wagner isn't really that impressive. And I don't I don't know if their offense will be clicking a hundred percent when they get him because new offense, new new OC. I'm going to go Colts just because Wentz and, you know, his friendship with the head coach. And also they have a better, they have a better defense. They have one of the, they have a top 10 defense in the league and I I think they'll get it done. Yeah. I think it's just, if he plays and because he basically already knows that system and they are yeah. they already have they're already a set team they're already a good enough team so I think if like once plays and Colts yeah. are in good hands it's 
Let me answer some there. Yeah, the only thing is, um, T.J. Hilton is out for the seat for a while with next stuff, so that's always scary. But uh, Pittman, Pascal, and Campbell are good, so those are the starting three wide receivers. Plus, Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack, Neon Hines. That's like three quality running backs. They're they're gonna they're gonna do some things. Good defense. Colts. I have Colts too. I think I think we might differ on the next one, which is the Los Angeles Chargers. Even the same for, for yeah. Everything. Yeah. So, so the Chargers in Washington. Washington. Yeah. Who you got? Washington. Chargers. <laughs> I I honestly was gonna pick whoever you didn't pick. That that was. My mindset, because I, I think this is a toss-up game. I think both teams did a lot of good things this offseason. I kind of lean on the team with the better defense, and Washington's at home, and their defense is proven to be just gr- great. So it's going to be a really a test um, for this Chargers right off the bat to to score against them. The thing that may turn the tides is the offense for Washington. Fitzpatrick is like, as we said, a streaky QB, even though he has weapons, but like you never know what you get from him. So it's just like, uh, how, how would the offense be? So I think that can turn the tides there. I'm looking at the Chargers roster. Their depth chart is weird. They, they only have two backup defensive linemen and two backup wide receivers. Like they have five receivers and five D linemen. That's weird to me. Oh yeah, I'm seeing it. That's weird, right? Or is that just me? Sign more guys as the season goes on. I don't, this is their 53-man rock. Like, they're a little top-heavy. I didn't realize that. But in the top, a top-heavy team is going to do well in the first game of the season because everybody should be healthy. So Justin Herbert, Eckler, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Jared Kirk, that's some offense behind a better offensive line last year. You said that the, the Washington football team has a better defense, but I don't think – the Chargers defense is that far behind. You know, Derwin James coming back. They have Chris Harris Jr. Their defensive line is really good. Limbo Joseph, Jerry Tillery, Joey Bosa. I, I think I think this will be a really good game, but I think I think Justin Herbert will be the difference. Similar with the Bill Steelers. Yeah, when when the rosters are evenly matched or close to evenly match, I think the the star quarterback, if a team has one, will win. And Justin Herbert is is a really, really good quarterback. Chargers. Okay. Um Panthers Jets. <sighs> the revenge game. Yeah. Sam down. Darnold's about to throw 350, three touchdowns. Yeah. 
I, I, I think Panthers could be a playoff team, so I got Panthers. The thing with the Jets is that they're going to be a team where they got to, like, figure it out. They probably won't win games until, like, week three, week four. And that's because they have a new QB and new pieces on the team that they just have to figure it out. And I mean, the Carolina Panthers building on a defense already has a solid offense. So I think this is just their game to take. And Sam Darnold about to go off on the team that betrayed him. <laughs> yeah, like game the bad. I don't know. They got they don't really have much in the secondary. And the Panthers have a lot of quality receivers with Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Terrence Marshall Jr., solid offensive line. Christian McCaffrey's coming back. Their defense has an, an insane amount of potential. When you look at it, it could be really good. Um, yeah, like I I don't see a world where the Jets won this game. No. Sorry, Joe Leo. But uh Sam Darnold's about to drop 353 touchdowns on you. Houston Jacksonville versus uh, Houston Jacksonville. How you feel? This game. I don't even want to talk about this game, really. This game. How do you? How do you pick between two teams that are not going to win five games? Neither of these teams are going to win five games. Like the Lions and the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Houston Texans will not win five games. I, I I don't know who to pick. Is the better out of these teams? Like you know what? Jaguars. Yeah, I'm just gonna go with the Jaguars. Lawrence is gonna get his first win, and that'll be cool. I still don't know what's happening with um Deshaun Watson going to jail or what? What's happening? I don't know. <laughs> I would say the but he, he has two criminal suits and like 20 regular suits. I don't know what to call it. You're a journalism person. You're a sports journalism guy. Yeah, but you're regular journalism. You should know these things. Uh, I, I, I don't see this being a – only, I guess, Jaguars fans and Texans fans will watch this game. But the only way I, you would watch this game is if you want to watch Trevor Lawrence's debut and how he performs. But That's about it. Yeah. That's about it. All right. Uh, let's go to an actually good game. Uh, Browns Ooh. and the Chiefs. Maybe we should do this one last. No, no, no. There's a lot of no, good. I mean, bro, this, this, the 425 games are the days, are the games where I wish I had like red zone, not red zone. Um, Is it red zone? I don't know. I wish I could have all the games on at one time. That's what I wish. See, I hate that because my mind is I do too. On like one game. I can only focus on one game at a time. I do too, but there's so many stops in football that you could like rotate. True. You know what I mean? So like But then there's potential for a play to happen and then on the next TV another play is happening and you miss either one of those. But so maybe red zone where you just see like the highlights and specific things. I don't know, man. We're gonna get to all these games, but all these games are so good. This is going to be the most watched game because 
yeah browns potential to be super bowl contenders and chiefs they're heavy favorites to be the super bowl contenders we really don't need to go much into the chiefs we already know what they're capable of well Patrick well well go ahead. their offensive line got a hell of a lot better that's that's the difference that's a big difference defenses have also figured out the offense a little bit that's a little different so okay. i think the important thing with the chiefs is seeing what their offense is now are they going to be able to dice you up into a billion little pieces and Patrick Mahomes is going to do 50 slant routes and screen routes and he's going to attempt like eight yards a pass or are they going to stick with we're going to keep trying to get home runs and home runs and all that which they can do now because their offensive line is better at protecting Patrick Mahomes so that's what's interesting to me about the Chiefs I, I don't I see the Chiefs winning this game and it's gonna be a too. high scoring one. Yeah. My only question with the Browns, um because Chiefs obviously they have too many weapons offensively. So how do you slow that down? Like how do they slow down like the ways they can just dice you up and stuff? I um, mean Jadavian Clowney. Miles Garrett, Malik Jackson, that's a great defensive line. Denzel Ward, Greedy Williams, John Johnson, that's a great secondary. Uh, yeah, like I feel like they're they have the defense yeah, to make some improved. stuff work. They improved. They made some stuff work, but they just gotta like put it together and put in the right schemes and stuff. They have the yeah. talent now, so it's all set for them. Yeah, I think I think I think it will be a really good game. Chiefs will win. It will be close. It'll be close. It will be really fun to watch. This could have been Sunday night football. It probably should have been Sunday night football. Should have been the uh, first game of the season. What do you mean? What do you mean it shouldn't have been? This is, this is a great way to start off with a bang. It should have been a Thursday night game. Oh, you're saying it should have been the first game of the season. Well, yeah. you know, the Super Bowl champs at least got the first game. Yeah, sure. Well, Kansas City. I like it. it. <laughs> this is this is that that probably if the if the Chiefs won, this probably would have been the game, if you think about it. Because yeah, it, it they the, the the Chiefs in the playoffs, the most difficult game that they played in was against the Browns, other than the loss in the Super Bowl. But they, they kind of dismantled the Bills in the AFC Championship game. Had a little more trouble with the Browns. But also Patrick Mahomes did get hurt in that game. But, you know. Anyway. It's going to be a good rematch. We'll see Yeah, how much the Browns can hold their own. Because they're going to get the this, Super Bowl stuff, So Yeah, this will be, um, what is it called? A measuring stick game for... The yeah. Browns, like to see how far they've come. Odell will be back. That should be a game changer. Their offense has all the weapons. Their offensive line is amazing. They have everything they need to win a Super Bowl. And if they beat the Chiefs, that's gonna now they're officially in the conversation. 
And then if the Chiefs lose, it's how far have they fallen since the Super Bowl? So. Uh, I mean, I, mean, I don't think you start that conversation just week one. <laughs> I think you get into the idea because of how bad the Chiefs looked in the Super Bowl. I think that's that's how you get to there, where the offense looks like it's figured out. Hmm? That's not a fair convo, for sure. It's not. <laughs> they're a team that would just like probably lose like three games the mo- the most or three or four games since they're yeah. now. So, but you know, Stephen A. Smith is going to be saying it on first day. Uh, sure. Or Skip Bayless. Really Someone's going to be saying it. Yeah. All right. Next game. Next game. Chiefs. Chiefs win. Next game is oh, Patriots Miami. This one. Uh, this one is a tough one. Yeah. Because yeah, this is. It, this is one of the Miami is one of the more like better defenses in the league. And this is like the first um, game that this offense is like together. And they're already going up against a, a, a proven defense. But then again, I'm not like a big fan of like Tua um, and what that offense can do. I'm going to lean, I'm going to say, New England, and but it'll be like a close game, like a close mid-scoring game, probably in like the twenties or something. You know, Stefan Gilmore's out, right? Is he? Before? Yep. Injury contract disputes. Like it's injury, but it's it's contract dispute. That doesn't... You know what I mean? Like, they're trying to figure out his contract. So they're keeping him out. So that he's being kept out. <laughs> I guess. You know, what, you know what I mean? Like, that That seems what it is. Like, he, he is having an injury. It's but he's not quadriceps. In- no, oh, I, think, I, think he, I, think he, I think he's hurt. But they put him on the pup list, the injured reserve list, which I, I think means he doesn't come back for six games. And I think he probably could have come back before the six games, but they're also having contract issues. So he's probably going to be held off till then. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? They're playing yeah. the little game, the little roster game that some teams can play. Which don't make sense for sure. But I, I think that's what it is. Um, yeah, still, Pedro's defense is amazing. Offense added so much talent. Defense is going to get talent back from COVID opt-outs last year, and they added Matt Judon, which is an amazing outside linebacker. I think I have less trust in the Dolphins, and that's why I'm gonna go with the yeah. Patriots. Because the Patriots are still the Patriots, and the Dolphins are close. Change, as long as we're alive. <laughs> yeah, 
been so too long. My last season was their their only season when they were just like, man. Yeah, and it was like in weird season. The team was in wild flux. They had so many opt outs. Mm-hmm. So, oh, you know, I just realized the Dolphins signed Jason McCordy. So, um, what was that? Devin McCordy and Jason McCordy would be playing against each other. How long ago was that, though? In the offseason. Oh, okay. So, he probably just left the Patriots. Isn't that what the. So, I, I think that would be funny. Is anyone out for the Dolphins? I mean, oh. I mean, uh, Kyle, Kyle Fuller is suspended. William Fuller is suspended. That's about it. Yeah, that's the only notable I'm, I'm name. I'm still liking, you know, yeah. Still liking um, Patriots odds here. I am too. It, it'll be good. It'll be good. I'm excited. I'm excited for that game. That'll be a really good game. Patriots should win, though. But yeah, like that that adds into the game of all these games you want to see at four. And then the next one is Packers and the Saints. Green Bay Packers. And Rogers' revenge tour will continue. He's going to go out there and say, you didn't want to trade me. You know what I'm going to do? I'm about to win other MVP. How is that revenge? Because Aaron Rodgers is different, bro. Sure. They, I think this is his last season. Oh, yeah. No, but it was the same thing last year. He said, oh, you trying to replace me? You can't replace me. I'm the MVP. That's what he did. I think he's going to say the same exact thing again this year. He's going to be like, oh, I want out. You didn't let me go. I'm gonna just stay good. I don't. He's he's not the type of person to be like, yeah, whatever. I don't want to be here, so I'm gonna throw this ball away. No, he he's gonna go out there and compete every day. Yeah, I think this this Saints team, uh, they still have question marks. Like I know it's made Jameis Winston the new starter, but even him, he's kind of streaky as a guy. So. It's a new era for them, so they got they got to figure things out. Yeah, um, the Packers are talking about led by um Aaron Rodgers. So yeah, and and with that, you know, they're also not playing in New Orleans because of the hurricane that happened there. So that advantage is very important to the New Orleans Saints, and they won't have that. So maybe if they were home, I would be like, okay, Saints have it a, a good chance, good defense, can figure some things out. But Green Bay Packers defense got better. Um, Aaron Rodgers. That's it. Aaron That's Rodgers. about it. And then for the game, I will definitely be watching Denver Broncos versus New York Giants. I'm a Giants fan, so I'm probably gonna pick Giants every week. So uh, this is, Giants. This is the game where I just don't have like a set um winner. 
I think I told you before the pod is just like I don't know for for sure. Yeah, I I don't either, but I'm going to go Giants. Uh, This can turn into a Von Miller revenge tour very quickly. And that scares me. Uh, Yeah. Not revenge tour, but just I'm going to go out there and show I'm Von Miller still and kill everybody. And Daniel Jones will be on the receiving end of being killed. Von Miller will destroy Daniel Jones. I won't be happy about that. No, you wouldn't be. You would be sad, boy. I'd be very I want to say Denver just to spite you. Do of, it. They have a great defense. Yeah, but not. not I'm going to trust. You're going to trust Teddy Bridgewater. Not their average QB, guys. I, I like the weapons they have. I like Melvin Gordon. Giants have too. I think Jones is the better QB here. I do too. Surprisingly, I just don't think he'll have a chance to throw the ball. But um, I don't know if Kenny Galladay with with your defense. We don't have a great pass rush, and they also have a decent O line. So I think Teddy will, and he's really he's really good at moving around the pocket and finding his outlet guy mm-hmm. pretty quickly. So I, I think he'll be fine. I'm also scared that the Giants will play a very uptight defense and like crowd the line of scrimmage because of what Teddy Bridgewater has been in the past. But in the preseason, Teddy Bridgewater shown that he's trying to throw down the field, and the Broncos have the weapons that could make a Giants defensive mistakes look very, very bad with Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, and KJ Hamler. No offense. They could blow that. If, if the Giants don't play back when they need to, they could and Teddy Bridgewater takes some shots, I'd be scared. I'm still at odds. <laughs> Is it Dory Jackson playing? I haven't heard anything up on him yet. I, don't know. I think there's, like, no major injuries. Well, like, like no news on a Dory Jackson, but um, I know that I just looked up uh, – no, I'm just going Gallad- to... Pla- practicing again. I'm and Saquon has been cleared. With the Broncos, just to spite you. And just because I think Jason Garrett will run a basic offense against their defense yes. and screw you guys over. Yeah, Vic Vangio is a really good defensive coordinator as a head coach. And he might blow up that offense week one, and I'm going to be very sad. Still. Damn, this team, they're like... Broncos? Sure. <laughs> sure. No, I'm just going to go with the Broncos. Okay. This is kind of an easier game. Los Angeles like Rams them. versus the Chicago Bears. I mean, he's going to say it. Just... I mean, Andy Dalton. Is this the Andy Dalton game? Yes, it is. Yeah, sure. 
Uh, Matt Stafford has experience against the Bears defense, and the Bears defense is probably going to take a step back. Matt Matt Stafford will also be throwing to actually actual good NFL players, and uh, will have a good offensive line. Matthew Stafford is about to blow up this defense, and that will be really cool to see. I mean, are we actually really going to see it? Sure, it won't be one of those Mickey Mouse games or just one completely one side. It's going to be one sided. It's going to be one sided. I I'd be interesting to see. Catch the highlights. How how um how many points do the Rams have to run up before Justin Field gets in the game? Do we want to do we want to uh, set a number? Like I'm I'm gonna say twenty four. Like if the Rams are up by twenty four, I thought more I think, like into the thirties. Ooh, no, 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 no. Because I, I, I think, I think Justin Fields is closer to starting than not starting. You know what I mean? No, he he's kind of in that field of what you know what Mac Jones was supposed to be. Yeah, like probably like week three or four, they're they're gonna be like all right. Fields coming, yeah. Sick of Andy Dalton, but I'm saying if 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 they're losing by 24 points, I think you started early. You just do it. Oh, you got oh, done. I see what you mean. I thought you if if you said oh they hit this certain mark, then okay they just go with him. No, I'm just saying like in the middle of the game, if you're going into the fourth quarter and the Rams are up 24 points, I think you're going all right. Justin Fields, get out there, run the fourth quarter, see what happens, and then Andy Dalton will start the next game. But see what happens. I'll see Justin Fields pretty early in the second quarter. Then, <laughs> damn, that's where we want to. Okay. Uh, final game, Monday night game. Only one Monday night game. That's weird. Yeah. Baltimore Ravens versus the Los Angeles Raiders. Baltimore, Lamar Jackson. They don't have a running back, but do they need one? Who the Raiders? No, the the Ravens. Gus Edwards just tore his ACL. J.K. Dobbins tore his ACL earlier. Fucking Lamar Jackson, come. <laughs> exactly. That, that's like so, they so don't do they do they need a running back? No. Play both positions, like yeah. Sit- yeah, so uh they did oh Justin Hill. He hurt his leg. Oh, so they still have Gus Edwards. Oh, they're fine. Sign right, yeah. they they worked out uh Le'Veon Bell and Devontae Freeman today. Le'Veon Bell is still a free agent. Of course, bro. I still forgot about him. Le'Veon Bell on the Baltimore Ravens. How you feel? Like it, love it, hate it. Why not? Yeah. Same thing here. More, It'll be more interesting. Power. He will be the backup running back. Well, third string running back if Lamar Jackson is the first string and first string quarterback. Lamar Jackson is just special. Lamar Jackson's going to cook. Excited to see that. Against the not so great Raiders defense. Yeah, I, I could see this as another 
through not a throwaway game because the Raiders are home. No, it'll be competitive for a little bit, but the, the Ravens are the better team. And they just take off like probably at the tail end of the second quarter, going on to the third. Yeah. By the fourth quarter, it's over. Did we disagree on anything? Well, you took I think it was like the two. Broncos. Yeah. I took the Giants. We both took the Patriots. We both took Jacksonville. Oh, Chargers and football team. Okay. Okay. That's our only disagreements. Gonna pencil that in. So the must-watch games will be the Cowboys and Buccaneers. No. Uh, uh, Jacksonville, Houston. Definitely much watch. Bro, must. Sure. Sure. Okay. Let's go through just real quick. What's your favorite game in the one o'clock? You pick one and then I'll pick one. Favorite game. Hold up. Yeah. I didn't even have the one o'clocks open. Damn. Moment read them to you. What? You want me to read them to you? Oh, I thought you said something completely different. <laughs> I was like, what? Mm. No, I see them. Uh, favorite games? I would, uh, Chargers, Washington. And Panthers, Jets. You're not going to pick Bills, Steelers? That's definitely must-watch. Sure, yeah. That's going to be a good game. And then... Those are like the must-watch games in the 1 o'clock. Yeah. So... Night Slate is like all of them are must-watch, but Chiefs, Chiefs, Browns, and Patriots, and Dolphins are like the top ones. Mm. Definitely for me. If I wasn't a Giants fan. No, I think that that Broncos Giants game is gonna be like, it's probably not gonna be like must watch, but it's gonna be like probably close, but like interesting. It goes down to I think why, so. I think compared to Patriots and Dolphins and Browns Chiefs, it's less much watch because those are two like have to watch games. Jeez, man, oh, no, I think the Broncos, Giants, and Dolphins, Patriots are kind of like on the same tier. No, I appreciate that. Browns, Go Chiefs, they're, they're obviously like above that. Um, not really the Packers, Saints, but yeah, I would say Dolphins, Patriots, and Broncos, Giants, they're like on the same tier. I feel like Packers, Saints will be a fun game. Not yeah. an extremely interesting game. Just a fun game. It's a fun one. Giants Broncos could go down to the wire. Let's go Giants. It's gonna be funny seeing next week saying, "Oh, we fucking lost." But you know what? 
I'll be right there with you because my team would have probably lost. (laughs) Von Miller, four sacks. I'm still going to hope alive. Yeah, I can't go. Football's back, man. You excited? Just be happy you don't have to face the Chiefs or, you know. I think we do have to face the Chiefs this year. Well, not week one, right off the bat, or like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Just be happy yeah. you don't have to face them week one. I am happy. Yeah, we, 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 bro, why do we play the Chiefs Monday night? Who picked, who, who said that? When do you guys? Why do we? Why do we play the Chiefs and the Buccaneers Monday night? Because why not? (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. Why not? All right, man. You ready? Let's close it out. Go ahead. Let's close it out. Close it out. Thank you for listening to the Play Call Podcast. Go Giants. Cowboys suck. The Thank you. See you guys later. Jerk.